from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live from America, part two today of Live from America. And I know that we have been really heated lately. We've been really, um, well, not really heated, but very passionate about a lot of things that are going on. And there's just as many good things going on as there is bad. It's just the bad stuff has a megaphone right now and is really just overpowering the good stuff that is happening. And one thing that I will always do, always, you have my promise here on Live from America, is I'll always bring you both. I will always do whatever I can to find the good and the bad. But again, here on Life from America, we don't call bad news bad news. We call bad news truth, which is good because we can give it a proper uh, diagnosis and then move on with a strategy on how to fix it. So, welcome ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday, August 17th already, year of our Lord 2021. You are watching Live from America and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. We had a wonderful show this morning, full of facts, full of passion, full of fire, full of Americanism, full of patriotism. And tonight I got just as as good of a show for all of you guys. We are live, not on YouTube. (laughs) Good riddance. Uh, We are live on Rumble right now, and I'd like to tell you that we broke another record here on Live from America. We had over 8,000, actually we got up to 8,200 on Rumble alone, live earlier on today's show, which is truly incredible and is all due to you guys. It's all due to your determination to get this show to as many people as possible. If you didn't do the double sharing based on the censorship from YouTube and and, and many other places, we wouldn't have gotten to that. So live on Rumble, we're live on Roku as well and Fire Stick and of course the podcast on iHeartRadio, TuneIn.com, RSS.com and JeremyHerald.com when all else fails. You can get everything there. So let's go to social media real quick. Let's go to our family in the rumble land. Let's see who we're talking to here. We've got C. Cappy says, hi, Java. Where? Sharon, Texas says, nice. Way to go, Jeremy. Thank you very much. Way to go to you. Not way to go to me. We've got Dory Kathleen in here. Corn Pop is in the building who shared a birthday with me. Oh, wait, 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 Happy birthday, Corn Pop. Uh, uh, it's my birthday. I'm, uh, uh, when I came to the Senate 147,000 years ago, Oh, <laughs> we've got Bobby Driver. God help us. We are doomed. No, I don't think we're doomed. We're still a nation of God. We're not, we're not doomed. We're not doomed. We're just going through some darkness right now. Angel Eyes is watching. How you doing, Angel Eyes? Claire 1964 is in the building. Griffin 76 says, good afternoon. Live from America family. Just called Kemp's office and blasted them about the refugees. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's what we be- That's what we all have to do. And that's what we do every time somebody needs to be held accountable. And that is what these politicians are not used to. They're not used to the thousands of phone calls that flood their office when they do something wrong nowadays. Lat 1957 says, we'll never give up. And Teresa 71901 says, rumble up, y'all. Rumble up. And, of course, you can get the new Nobody Cares. Uh. Nobody Cares. Uh. 
at Rival Designs, and she's been putting the link inside the comment section. has nothing to do with me. This is an American small business who sent something to me, and I urge you to go buy that from them. And I, I just, I, I'm so happy that they can, you know, have something else to offer the Live from America family. Good on you, Kara. Love you. Thank you so very much. All right, folks, we're going to get to the, uh, we're going to get to the Lord, because again, I see a nation that is hurting right now because it is a nation that has pretty much left God behind as a whole. Now, we're still a godly nation, but there are so many lost sheep right now. And I think that we need to get to the Word of God a little bit sooner in every show so that we can spend more time breaking it down and talking about the gospel. Because I think that is why what drives the success of this show outside of you guys being such force multipliers. I think the attention on God is what drives the success of this show. Matter of fact, let me back that up. I know the success of this show is coming directly from highlighting the Word of God every day. So let's get to that right now, folks. And let's dive in for <clears throat> some Jesus calling here on August 17th, year of our Lord, 2021. And I want to read to you from the evening version of Jesus Calling. And then we will go to the actual scripture that this is pulling from. And do not, ladies and gentlemen, I repeat, do not leave the show early today. Because I have some biblical stuff that I want to share with you that I found out this morning. And when I realized it, I was like, whoa, pretty crazy stuff. However, here we go. Remember that I am the potter and you are the clay. When you accept my ways... With you trustingly, without rebellion or running away, you find freedom through my spirit. Even more wondrously, I empower you to reflect me to others with ever-increasing glory. That's what we do here. That is the whole key to this show, is giving that out there and sharing that and, 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 being, and have it reflect God. We are a reflection of God to other people. Now, we don't always do the right thing. Heck, I get really heated up in this show, and I, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's our principles that we stand on. So reflect me to others with ever-increasing glory. And that's coming from John 16, 33, which says, I have told you these things so that you, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. This is God trying to tell you. All that, all that feelings that we talked about in the verse of the day on the first show today, all those feelings that you have about what's going on around you, that, that can be converted into peace through God. That doesn't mean that you ignore it. That doesn't mean that you stop fighting for it. It doesn't mean that you stop highlighting what's going on and, and, and having some action behind it. It just means that you have peace with the understanding that he's going to take care of it. Also from 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Think about that, folks. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You have to equate that with what's going on today. You literally have to equate what I just said to what's going on today with the freedoms that we're having taken away. Why? What is the common denominator here over the last five decades with more and more freedoms taken away? I can tell you what it is. I couldn't have told you 10 years ago, but I can tell you now. And it's the refusal to put God first place. It is the turning away and the turning our backs kind of like the Chicago police do to Mayor Lightfoot, turning our backs as a whole towards God in such great numbers. When you turn your back toward God, uh, away from God, and when you, when you don't accept 
his free gift and his free mercy and put him first place, you're going to re- you're going to see your freedoms get taken away. You're going to see the devil come in because that is his door. That is his window. And that's what's been happening to the United States and in a lot of places in the world for a long time. It's our job to, of course, correct that, folks. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Again, 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18. And before you turn off the light tonight, I am shaping you into my likeness. With each passing day, remain malleable and are in my skillful hands. We got... To bring more awareness to God. That is our goal as Christians. That is our new goal as the grand as the grand new party, as the new Republican Party. It is to be bold, be brash, stand up, don't care about the name callings of the racists and the bigots to try to stop you. Hold your ground, hold the line, move forward with the power and the might of God behind you and wearing the armor of God. And, and, and letting that reflect and bringing more people to the gospel. That is our job. We can focus on that. November 3rd gets fixed. The future gets fixed. Our children's futures are secure. We can, go to, we can go to heaven knowing that we did what we had to do. That's what I'm dedicated to do on this show. And I hope that you're with me. If you're with me, say amen in the comments section, please. If you're with me. If you're with me, ladies and gentlemen. And if you haven't done it yet. Share that video out, folks. Let's get it going, because the first and foremost section starts right after the Lord's Prayer. All right, remove your hats, remove your caps, set aside your foods, set aside your drinks. This is the greatest part of the show. Please get everybody in your household involved. If you got children involved, or I mean if you got children there, let's get them involved. If you got family, if you got friends, if you got coworkers, wherever you are, if you're at work still right now, grab one of your coworkers and say, hey, come here, say the Lord's Prayer with me. Let's show the world that courage is definitely contagious. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen right here, August 17th, live from America. We're about to get rumbling, folks. If you haven't done it yet, please reach down, hit that rumble button, hit that share button, because the first and foremost section is upon us. Here we go, folks. I had a massive epiphany today. While working on tonight's show, I had a massive epiphany epiphany about the broader picture about what's going on okay let's look at this from a 5,000 foot view for a minute let's look at this from a 5,000 foot view for a minute and after we get done this section I know a lot of you are going to have a lot to say so bear with me here we go think about this looking at a 5,000 foot view nothing is ever as it seems everything that we think they're doing 
they're doing something different. We find out about it later. They're always one step ahead of us. Who are they? We're talking about the left, the right, the people that are in control, the elites, the New World Orders, the globalists, all of them. They're always doing stuff behind the scenes, right? There's always an ulterior motive all the time. Everybody they tell you is bad is most likely good. Everybody who's good is they tell you is most likely bad. People die out of nowhere just because they had information. Seth Rich is no longer with us because of that. 40-something people are dead because the Clintons didn't like what they had to say. And on, and on, and on. 20 years later, we find out there's a lot more to 9-11 than we ever thought of. You know, hindsight being 2020, we look at all of the evil that is that has found its way into our deepest, darkest parts of our government and has flipped them evil. And and you look back on 9-11, you go, well, maybe there wasn't tinfoil hats. You look 20 years ago, you look 10 years ago, you see Alex Jones flipping out here and there about vaccines and everything. Boom, it's all right. Everybody that they label wrong is good, and everybody they label good is bad. You get it, right? For the most part. It's a crazy world we live in. But I had an epiphany today about the 25th Amendment. I had an epiphany today about what they're really doing right now with Joe Biden, with Kamala Harris, with President, Vice President, 25th Amendment. Hear me out and listen to me closely. I've been telling you that this does not look right on its head. There's something wrong here. All of this seems like it was done on purpose. Everybody knew this was going to happen. Even reporters in Afghanistan knew that this stuff was going to happen. It's not hard to figure out, right? It's almost like it was done on purpose or it was done listening to warmongering generals like General Milley with his white rage and all this. I don't know, but there's something weird here, right? And I'm thinking about it and I'm like, wow, okay. Funny how CNN, MSNBC, and the liberal news, like a light switch, turned on Joe Biden. I mean, they went from, oh, Joe, what kind of ice cream are you getting? Oh, really? Yay, did you hear him? He's getting snow, snow, snow. Yay, Joe Biden. It went from that to, how did he get this so wrong? How did he get this so wrong? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Try to say that. Savannah Guthrie cuts off the Secretary of State. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This was not that. This was you leaving in a hurry. Don't try to cover it. It went from love fest to upset to pointing finger. You see how it progresses? And it happened in 24 hours. Remember what they did to Andrew Cuomo. Remember the pressure that was applied. So, okay, let me bring this all back to circle real quick. Let me circle back. Let me circle back, Zachy, real quick to all of this, okay? Now think about this. The left does not want us to know, which we do, that they know that Joe Biden has had dementia for quite a while. They don't want, if they can see an opportunity, if they can seize an opportunity to invoke the 25th Amendment based on didn't do your job right, sexual harassment, anything Andrew Cuomo-ish, if they can invoke the 25th Amendment and keep it away from the dementia, it only saves face, It only has them save face even further. The last thing that they want to do is remove Joe Biden and put Kamala Harris in there saying that Joe Biden had failing you know, mental capacity. That, is, that, it, that, that he was failing, because as soon as you admit that he has dementia, dementia doesn't just happen overnight like the news flipped on Biden. No, no, dementia is a long, drawn-out thing. So I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm like, wow. Thinking about the news turning on him in one day, thinking about the utter failure, thinking about him hiding away, not giving any questions, not answering any questions, no press conferences, Jen Psaki's gone. Does this look to you like it's a possible start of 
we need Biden to resign. Biden's going to come out and, well, folks, I got to, you know, it looks like uh, we got this one wrong, and I just, for the better of the people, right? And then, that's their way to get Kamala Harris in. It looks real strange, doesn't it? I mean, folks, folks, <laughs> they didn't want Joe Biden in there anyway. They had to get somebody who could be looked at as a centrist to win. And then they threw Kamala Harris in there when even the Democrats didn't want her. Look at this calculated effort. I think, and this is just me talking here, but it sounds like to me that the left is seizing on an opportunity here and they're sicking CNN, they're sicking MSNBC, uh... ABC, CBS, they're sick and all the reporters on Joe. All of a sudden, they are all like, this is your fault. What's going on? Yeah, 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 Trump administration. This is the first time I have seen any of them stick up for the Trump administration by not attacking the Trump administration. Do you see what I'm getting at? By them not attacking the Trump administration and steering the conversation back to basically the buck stops with you, that is them getting right around that. They don't even want to talk about the Trump thing. That means they're attacking Joe you got to read between the lines with these people. This is how they think. It's They're going literally right around the Trump accusation right back to Biden. It looks like to me like the Democrats have found an opportunity to say, you must resign. You, maybe your better days were behind you. Maybe your plagiarizing pedophile days were behind you. And now you can just go sit in a wheelchair and color outside the lines. It looks like to me like that's happening. Now, I could be wrong. But I said I give Joe Biden to the end of the summer going into fall before they get rid of him and put in Kamala Harris. And it looks like with all of the because look, how else are they going to get rid of his his um, his approval ratings? His approval ratings are in the tanks and hers are even lower than his. But at least they could say they have a fresh start with her, even though she's lower than his. They This is how they think all to get the people that they want in. So don't be surprised if this is an opportunity for them to get rid of Joe Beijing Biden. Oh, blame the game, Beijing Biden, and put in Miss 2%. We did it, Joe. We destroyed the world, Joe, so I could get in, Joe. <laughs> we did it. Mmm, sounds pretty fishy to me. Sounds like the same exact strategy that they pulled on Andrew Cuomo. We're going to take a break from all of this because there's a lot more to go. I'm going to go to the comment section in social media and see what everybody thinks. Be right back with more Live from America. So you're probably white, right, Caterlin says. Makes sense, Jeremy. They will say he had a stroke or something besides dementia. Exactly, because them mentioning dementia means that they have to admit that they knew he had failing mental uh, illness for a long time. And then that even that even more delegitimizes them. You see what I'm saying? This is all I was thinking about today. I was like, wow, all of this makes perfect sense. Um, Peggy 80 says, Jeremy, you have her pegged. Um, let's see. Yep. If true are more in trouble with her than getting in. No, I agree. I agree a hundred percent, but this is, but this to me looks like what they're doing. You nailed it. Alicia Wida says, uh, love your impressions. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, they will do the Clinton service <laughs> for service on him he's suicided hey i agree <laughs> i agree bingo says bargain queen 14 they talked about the 25th amendment a long time ago exactly remember last year before trump left they were pushed they were chained they were getting ready to like they were they were pushing it to the forefront of a conversation we all thought it was about trump then we realized it was about biden but now they might actually invoke it for something completely different you know what i mean they might use this and say, uh, you, 
he, he had, while he was, the reason why he was on vacation is because he was seeing doctors because he had a stroke. I mean, I don't know, why else would, would there be no president, no presidential, I mean, he's nowhere. There is no presence of the president during this catastrophe. I mean, think about it. You talk about getting Americans safely off the roof in Saigon, his Saigon moment. And I told you earlier, no, this is not his Saigon moment. This is his Afghanistan moment. We've seen something worse. People falling to their deaths from planes. It reminded me instantly of 9-11. It took me right back to 9-11. I mean, talk about PTSD from that image. That sticks with you for life. I don't know. I'm sure you all remember those images, right? As soon as I saw the people falling from the plane, I said, 9-11, whoa. Oh, I can't even watch that kind of stuff. So, and Z Marvel says, I've heard the same thing you said, Jeremy. Yep. And I agree. She's no better, but this sounds like to me that this is their opportunity. If they keep applying the pressure on Joe, if the media keeps attacking Joe, you can bet your bottom dollar that's what's happening. You can bet your bottom dollar. All right, we're going to be uh, going going with more news here, Law and Life from America, because there's a lot to get through. So let me read you. I want to read you two tweets. And these are past tweets, so please bear with me. But I think you definitely need to. Uh, I, d- I think you definitely need to see these tweets. Now, <clears throat> one of these tweets is from Joe Biden, and one of these tweets is from Donald Trump. The tweet in my left hand, right here, which is from Donald Trump was actually posted on May 27th of 2020. Yesterday somebody asked me, well isn't it let's you know let's be fair President Trump was going to pull out um, of Afghanistan anyway and I said, yeah, you're right, but it was how you pulled out. It's the presence that you have. It's the fear of what happens if they go wrong. This was a tweet from President Trump. May 27th of 2020. He says we are acting as a police force, not the fighting force that we are in Afghanistan. After 19 years, it is time for them to police their own country. Bring our soldiers back home, but, he said, closely watch what is going on and strike with a thunder like never before, if necessary. That's the difference of how you pull out. That's President Trump, May of 2020. Now I'm going to read you a tweet from Biden, which was August 16th. 2020, my birthday in 2020, which is just May, June, July, just a few months after President Trump made that tweet. Here's Joe Biden's tweet. Here's my promise to you. Here's my promise to you, folks. If I'm elected president, I will always choose to unite rather than divide. But the next line is even better. I'll take responsibility instead of blaming others. He tweeted in August of 2020. I'll never take forget that the job isn't about me, it's about you. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the sniffer and thief. That is who Democrats, liberals, independents, and people who can be completely brainwashed at the drop of a dime, that is who they voted for. The guy who completely broke his promises right away, who's destroyed everything he's touched, and who said he will not blame others. His press conference for 18 minutes yesterday was doing nothing but... Blaming others. Pretty amazing, right? Two different tweets from two different presidents. (laughs) One real president, one resident, who's not even about to be there anymore. But that's the difference between what was and what is. And I think God needs to show us this to expose all evil. And we'll get into that another day. 
you haven't shared the video yet, please do so now because we're just start getting started. All right, I want to tell you some good news. I got some good news to bring to you today. So let's get right to that real quick. If you live in Tennessee, you got some good news. Your governor, Bill Lee, sometimes he does some bad things. Sometimes he does some good things. My governor, Sununu, sometimes does some bad things. Sometimes does some good things. But I can tell you that your governor, Bill Lee, did a good thing yesterday in the afternoon, uh, Monday. He signed an executive order to allow parents to opt out of the school's mask mandates and said, I quote, the final decision rests with the parents. Where's my cheer button here? My cheer button's broke. The final decision rests with the parents. I'll cheer. You can all cheer with me. How about that? That's the way it should be. It's amazing that in 2021, we're sitting here cheering not to put a muzzle on our children. Yay! They don't have to go to school with a muzzle on. But if you live in Tennessee, that's something that you should know. If you got grandchildren, if you got children and you hadn't heard that yet, the... Uh, the, the governor signed the, the executive order to ban the mask mandates in the school. So that's a big thing, and that's a huge thing, and I just want to say, shout out Governor Bill Lee. Sometimes you make me mad, but other times you get a shout out. So good job, an excellent job, Tennessee, and a big shout out to Tennessee Freedom Force, who puts a lot of pressure and applies a lot of pressure on these would-be officials and candidates who are running for office and who are in office. That's a great job that those guys do down there, the Tennessee Freedom Force. And if you still have Facebook for whatever reason, then uh, go check out Tennessee Freedom Force. Sign up for them and uh, sign up with them, and you can get into the page and you can kind of uh, help out in some way, shape, or form, especially if you live in Tennessee, especially if you live in the great state of Tennessee. Now i got a Smarty Award to give away, so let's go ahead and cue that drum roll, please. Today, our Smarty Award of the Day is going to go back to Arizona. Man. Arizona's been leading the way. i got to say, man, I got ever since, uh, and I don't want to say ever since John McCain died, but ever since John McCain is no longer with all of us here on this planet, and he has been out of Arizona, Arizona has just been killing it. i got to tell you, and not in a bad way. So much good has come out of Arizona. They've become trendsetters in so many ways when it comes to what happened with the election and just the way to run uh, candidates. Arizona's been doing a heck of a job, and i got to give the Smarty Award today to the Arizona State Legislature. And I'm talking both of them, the Senate and the House. You ready for this, folks? This is great. The Arizona State Legislature announced today the launch of the Arizonians for Voter ID Act. This new initiative will require... Oh, oh, sing it to me. Sing those beautiful words to me, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. This new initiative will require all voters to have proof of registration. Ready for this? Regardless of how, when, or where their ballot was cast. And the ones responsible for putting this initiative forward are the following. If you live in Arizona, you got to hit these folks up. And I think we'll call them tomorrow, as a matter of fact. We'll call each one of their offices and tell them how proud we are uh, that, 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 that they're in, in a position to make a difference. Senator Warren Peterson. Shout out to you, Senator Warren Peterson. God bless you. Okay? Uh, Senator J.D. Mesnerd. Shout out to you. House Majority Leader Ben Toma. Shout out to you. And, of course, Representative Jake Hoffman, shout out to you for doing what's right. And uh, i got to say, these swing states take these initiatives. They take these initiatives. 
they will not be able to win a presidential election in 2024, if it gets that far. So remember, I've always said we're fighting two fronts here. We're fighting to make sure it doesn't happen again, and we're fighting to make sure the old is exposed and fixed. So anytime we get a win like this, whether it be in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nevada, or, or Arizona, we have to celebrate those wins because that is a result. Every time you share this video, every time you share the last video, every time you talk about this with somebody, every time you have this on in your ear and your earbuds, if you're listening to the uh, to the podcast, every time you pass this information along to somebody else, every time you do anything, it leads to stuff like this. So don't ever think that oh, it's just little old me. I can't do anything. I'm here, stuck here. You know in the middle of nowhere, and I, I can't really do anything, or I can't go to an event because I can't, you know, I don't have the health, I, I can't move correctly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, because that's how you win. That's how we get to these places, and it's going to take a thousand small wins to equal the outcome that we're looking for. I can promise you that. It's going to take a thousand small wins. Joe Bo says, it can never happen again, and... New York Johnny, 1980 on Rumble, says, God bless Abbott. And uh, Rumble for Mabel says, he has not tried religious exemption yet. I want him to try it. Must be talking about somebody in her family with religious exemption um, options, maybe, to use in order to keep their job. I would definitely do it. I would definitely do it. Look, you're going to lose 100% of the opportunities that you don't take. Got to take it. Because the, the, the government that's trying to force... The vaccinations are the ones that are also saying that religious exemptions exist. So take them up on it. You know what I mean? Take them up on it. And, and, and you're not alone, sweetie. You're not alone. There's so many people get going through that same problem right now. So many people. And I, 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 I do feel, feel for everybody who's going through that. So we're going to take a quick break here. And then we're going to come back and we're going to start talking about a story that I was talking about earlier. About a new network or co-op, however you want to call it, of food stores that uh, patriots are working on. Again, when you think that the world is crumbling around you with politics and social division and government trying to take your freedoms, there's a thousand people working in the shadows to make America great again. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. The majority of produce brands you're buying in your local stores is imported produce, and it's putting the American farmer out of business. Patriot Foods is fighting back by providing U.S.-only produce. Choosing the Patriot Foods brand is how you can support the American farmers, families, and our service men and women. Patriot Foods has family that has fought in the two major world wars. We strongly believe in your patriotism and your willingness to do what's right for your country. We need your help. Please join the fight and demand your country's brand in your local stores. We thank you and salute you. All right, back with more Live from America. I want to talk about Patriot Foods for a minute. Now, I've had the owner, well, the founder, I should say, of Patriot Foods on this. Um, I've had him on the show before, and we briefly talked about what they do. But I, the reason why I'm making this a new segment tonight is because we, we're constantly talking about not only fighting back, but establishing a foothold. And that's exactly what Adam from Patriot Foods is trying to do. So he has he's a farmer himself, okay? He's basically a co-op of fresh produce. So fresh produce from all over the country. He's got he's already got a network built. 
He's already got a network built to where he's got a viable business from it anyway. And a lot of you have already ordered from there. But when you order from there, you're getting your package within, within three to five days. Okay? It comes properly packaged. And it's from farmers. It is from farmers from the United States of America. It is not from big farms that Bill Gates owns or Mark Zuckerberg owns. It's from small family farms. That's what's great about him. That's why I started talking to him and playing his commercial for nothing. That's why I've been having conversations with him. Well, what he told me three days ago blew my mind. And he said he's trying to work with Mike Lindell. And I'm trying to get him in touch with Mike as, as best as I can to have this specific conversation. Of course, Mike is very busy right now. Mike's very busy right now. But what he wants to do, and he's already got he's already got the people behind this to make it happen. He just needs more awareness to really get it going. He wants to build only American-made product and American produce, small farm American produce stores, brick and mortar throughout the entire country. He wants to he, he wants to not only have these stores throughout the entire country where you can go in and you can buy stuff, you can you can click with your phone a QR code that tells you exactly what farm it came from and how it was grown, how it was made, how it was processed to get where it's where it was to here. That's incredible news. And then he's talking about putting basically facilities everywhere that would have that would house workers to actually do all this, to to ship everything everywhere, to package everything. And he's like, look, it's time for me to put my money where my mouth, in is, my mouth is and save America. And the heart of America is the farmland. So I'm like, dude, this is an incredible, incredible venture you're on. He said it could be one of the biggest things that this country needs. A place where people can work without having to worry about masks or vasks or freedoms taken away. Just good old-fashioned American people like, like it was when we grew up. Like it was when we grew up. And I think he's got something going there because there's 100 million plus people in this country clamoring for stuff like that. Look what we're doing with Mike Lindell. So I think we need to focus on this a little bit. I'm going to bring him on the show. We're going to work with him and I'm going to watch his progress. We're going to go on site to every time he builds somewhere. We're going to go on site, check it out, and we're going to bring all of you in that area. If you need a job and he, gr- and he, and he builds a store, then obviously this is going to take some time. But this is a work in progress. And not only are we going to give you a voice with this network that I belong to, I'm going to work to get people employed and have places that they can work with for good wages. So that is, uh, that's just another venture that, that I want to get involved in, and I think you should all get involved in. And I think it's a great, it's, it, it, it's a great company to, to, um, to support. So um, if you go to PatriotFoods.com, you can put in the same promo code you put in at Mike Lindell, which is LFA, and you can get discounts. So make sure you do that. Because just uh, this show, just you guys pushing the show, will cause them to have a lot of sales. So, they, so he wants to make sure he gives you the proper discounts, and you know where you're getting good food. And I can't wait to watch this grow. I can't wait to see people be employed at these places. It's incredible. That's how we take things over. That's how we fix things. Okay? All right, folks. Um, let's get back to my opening statement for a minute. And let me bring you up to speed if you did not hear the opening statement. I think this is the Democrats and the fake news. This uh, fake news was indeed fake news. I think this is their attempt to remove Joe Biden. I think they want to steer away from having him step down because of dementia. And I think he's getting to the point now. You see him walk. He can't even move. He can't even move, folks. He can't walk. He can't talk. He can't be in public for a very long time. And I'm sure you've seen the video where he was walking with his briefcase the other day and he had to have Secret Service stand in front of him every 10 feet and point where to go next. The guy's gone. So I think they're saying, okay, we're not going to be able to get away from this. 
We're not going to be able to get away from this at all, so let's seize the next opportunity. I think Afghanistan is it. And here's a piece of the reason why I think this is it. Because Kamala Harris, folks, Kamala Harris said loud enough for her staff and people that were on the reporting, uh, people that were there that were reporters, heard her say, quote, and this is on, this is reported by the Gateway Pundit and Revolver.News, says, quote, you won't pin this S-word on me. You won't pin this stuff on me, says Kamala Harris. What she was referring to was Afghanistan. Now, have you seen Kamala Harris with Joe Biden lately? Have you seen her and him together lately? In the last couple days since all this has gone down? Don't you think at least the president and the vice president would be together? Especially at a time like this? I mean, let alone all of the military, the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of State, the DOD, all of these people, the Pentagon, regardless of the fact that we don't see them all together with the president, don't you think we would at least see the president addressing the nation more with her? So what's really going on? She is distancing herself from him. And folks, not just because of Afghanistan. She is distancing herself from him as much as she possibly can. And when she says, you can't pick this or you can't pin this stuff on me, I think she's meaning more than Afghanistan, folks. I think she's meaning what happened with the election. I think it's crumbling down on them in so many ways, and they're hoping that the Cuomo story, the COVID masks, the Delta variant, Bill de Blasio freaking out and going full uh, uh, commie on us uh, yesterday, I think all of that is a distraction they wish would actually stick, but it's not sticking. And I think that this election stuff is, is starting to crumble down on them. And I think she needs to distance herself from him in many, many ways. Not just from the Afghanistan thing, but also so she could say, if he does leave and they put her in, I had nothing to do with the election. They picked me. I didn't know anything. I didn't have nothing to do with that. I'm just here along for the ride. And unfortunately, he can't be president. And I'm next in line, so... <laughs> Long story short, she's distancing herself from Joe. That's a big, big story. And we need to pay attention to that. That, that further gave me an inclination to think, man, there's something going on here. There's something bigger going on here. And then I started thinking about what they did to Cuomo, how they built that up, how the media turned on him like that. All of a sudden you had Democrats and media turning on him. What you don't have right now is any prominent Democrats turning on Joe, but you will. I'm going to tell you when you will. This is when you're going to see a full turn on Joe from the Democratic Party. You ready? If every Republican shows up in the House and votes no on the budget bill and no to the infrastructure bill, that will deliver such a big blow to AOC and the Green New Deal squad, the terror squad, the jihad squad, that they will be the first ones that come out against Joe. You watch. You watch. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, the Middle Eastern jihad squad, they will stick their nose into this Middle Eastern business and they will be the first big Democrats to call on Joe to resign if they lose that vote. Watch. Cackling Kamala Harris. We did it, Joe. <laughs> anyway, let's go on with some good news and some positive news on how we can fight back tomorrow. I will have Candace Taylor. I'll have Candace Taylor on and it couldn't come at a better time, folks. It couldn't come at a better time considering what Communist Kemp just did today. 
And that is what people were talking about in the opening statements in the comment section on Rumble. They were talking about what Kemp did. And I'll tell you what he did. While 9,000 Americans are still in Afghanistan and told to basically run and hide, hunker down. That's what they're told. Reports from everywhere are saying that the military, the White House, has made it clear to the generals, to make it clear to the people that are still stuck in Afghanistan that are Americans, roughly 9,000, to hunker down and hide. Meanwhile, Governor Kemp of Georgia, the state of Maryland, the state of Massachusetts, are all welcoming Afghanistan refugees. You know that picture that we saw of that plane taking off? I'm sure you saw the inside of that plane, a picture of the inside of that plane. Well, if you haven't, it's a, it, there's, there's hundreds of people stuck in this massive cargo plane. Do you know how many of those people were Americans? Four. Four of those people were Americans. The rest were Afghanis. The rest are coming to Maryland, Massachusetts, and Georgia. Also going to military bases in Wisconsin and Texas. More voters for the Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. More people coming in without COVID tests. More people coming in without masks. There wasn't a mask on that plane. How are we going to check them for COVID? How are we going to check them for the Delta variant when there's no way to check for the Delta variant? We're just going to let them loose in the United States. And Governor Kemp says, come on to Georgia, folks. Hogan in Maryland, come on to Maryland. We're good with it. Bring on those refugees. Meanwhile... 9,000 Americans are still in Afghanistan hiding, and Kemp decides to bring them to Georgia. This couldn't be a better time for Candace Taylor to come on. I texted her today, and I said, you better get on this. I said, you better get on this. She's like, what do you mean? I said, you see what Kemp just did? I sent her the, uh, the news, and she's like, I'm on it. I said, put out a statement right now. This is your opportunity to get ahead and, and, and really start becoming a firecracker down in Georgia and putting the hurt and the pressure on Kemp. So she did. We're going to have her on tomorrow. Please, ladies and gentlemen, get your questions ready for Candace Taylor because this is the kind of person that we need to put. Look, these Candace Taylor, right? Joe Blystone, Garrett Saldano, um, um, uh, uh, Josh Wickham. All these people running for governor or running for senator or running for House of Representatives. We need to put our support behind them if we vet them and make sure that they who are they are who they say they are. Why? Because they're us. They're fighting right alongside us. That's what they're doing. They're fighting right alongside us. And they've chose that their direction in their life is going to be to run for the office. So we got to hold that spear right along with them. Got to hold that spear right along with them. So I'm, I'm super excited to bring on uh, Candace Taylor tomorrow. And I hope she takes... I hope... I hope she takes advantage of what's going on right now. I really do. Hope she takes advantage of what's going on right now. Meanwhile, the Taliban, ladies and gentlemen, has sent new, uh, basically new orders for Joe Biden. The Taliban has sent orders to Joe Biden. You want to know what those, you want to know what those orders are? While refugees are coming into Georgia, while refugees are going into Texas, Wisconsin, Maryland, and Massachusetts... Taliban says, hey, Biden, you are to have all troops out of Afghanistan by September 11th. 20-year anniversary of September 11th. They have given demands to, 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 to feeble, weak, why, 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 why,
and you send Americans to the moon to fight the aliens, and uh, whatever. The Taliban is now telling the President of the United States what to do. Get your troops out of Afghanistan, or else. Yep. That's what's going on, folks. The Taliban is now in charge of Joe Biden just as much as Xi Jinping. Just as much as Vladimir Putin. Just as much as Cuba. And anybody else out there. It makes me sick to my stomach. It really does. Makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. All right, folks, I know the, uh, the symposium is over, but we need to continue to keep our attention on the election fraud because that's what got us to this point to begin with. That's what got Afghanistan to happen in the first place. So I know that um, the symposium is over, but if you still go to Frank's speech, if you still go to Lindell TV, uh, you, can still see, um, you can still see everything about it. So I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to highlight some stuff real quick. Be right back. <laughs> the last part of the show. Got a, so much to go over. So much fighting to do. Love you guys, though, for sticking around. Be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support the Cyber Symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you, and God bless. All right, back with more Live from America. And, and so we, we just talked about how the Taliban is sending orders to Joe Biden to get out of Afghanistan by September 11th. They might have Joe gone by September 11th, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Joe might not be the one that they have to send their, t- their demands to. Those demands might have to go to cackling Kamala. But what I tell you earlier, I said China's endgame in all of this is to take over the world. But their next stage of their endgame plan is Taiwan. I told you that as soon as Cal- uh, Kabul felt, fell, excuse me, the Chinese decided to turn their warships and their aircraft carriers towards Taiwan and started moving closer to Taiwan, physically moving their ships closer to Taiwan. Well, I wasn't wrong, folks, because the Chinese, just a couple hours ago, warned the people of Taiwan, and the world, really, for that matter, that the people of Taiwan can no longer count on the American government or the American military to keep them safe if the Chinese attack. That's intimidation. That's bullying. But that is also a declaration, if, if you ask me, of war. And it's telling the world a message. The United States does not keep its promises. The United States will not be there if you need them. The United States is weak, and there is no possible way that they're going to retaliate if we strike against people that are their allies. 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why Afghanistan was so important. That is why the strategy behind pulling out of Afghanistan was so important. Because when you're talking about global allies, and when you're talking about America standing in the world as the number one superpower, do not mess with us. You're talking about something that's built on years of, between leaders, of trust, deals, and fear. It's like a dog-eat-dog sales world. Your relationships around the world are so fragile, especially when you're number one and everybody's gunning to take you out. Your relationships are so fragile when they are built on trust, deals, and fear, and you do something like Joe Biden just did and his administration just did, all of those things collapse faster than you can even than you can even say collapse. And the, we know that's right because China put out a warning to Taiwan today and said, hey, people of Taiwan, Taiwanese, is that the way you say it? Uh, America's no longer going to protect you if we attack, just so you know. So you might want to start coming correct. You might want to start uh, changing your tune. You might want to stop being rebellious and trying to pull away from what we think is our ownership. That's the scary stuff. <laughs> Rick Lilly says, Mike Lindell, <laughs> he says, Mike Lindell, large bat towels, regularly $199, now $39.99. <laughs> Thanks, brother, with promo code LFA, right? Um, sorry to laugh in the middle of that because it's not a very funny subject that we're just talking about, but but that's what happens. That is why that is why foreign policy is such a tricky, tricky puzzle to uh, to figure out and to maintain. Foreign policy is no joke, folks. It's what keeps us alive. It's what keeps us having barbecues. It's what keeps us flying an American flag outside our house. It's what keeps us sending our kids to school and expecting them to return every day without a bullet in their head or their head chopped off. Foreign policy is that important. And this guy comes in within seven months and destroys everything. Hopefully the military will figure out a way to kick its butt into gear and, and, and take over because this guy clearly clearly is out of his out of his out of his element out of his element now somebody else that's out of their element is mayor bill de blasio and mayor bill de blasio's got some explaining to do to the people of new york and i don't see this ending well i don't see this ending well for mayor de blasio i don't see this ending well for the people of new york and i don't say see this ending well for the people who are trying to follow new york's lead uh, i.e. San Francisco, New Orleans, and I could probably sit down right now and tell you who the next, the top next, uh, the, the next five states that are going, or next five cities that are going to go on the way of New York City. Here's Bill de Blasio going full commie, ladies and gentlemen. It's about three minutes, but the people of New York, if you've not seen this, you're going to want to, especially if you live in the city. Here we go. Good morning, everybody. It is New York City homecoming week. We have been looking forward to this for quite a while. Amazing, amazing events will be happening all over New York City this week for the people in New York City to appreciate everything that we have done to fight through COVID, to appreciate each other, to appreciate the greatness of the city. And we're welcoming back all our friends from the tri-state area, from around the country. Come experience everything great about New York City. So homecoming week 
is a celebration of our strength and what we're focused on, a recovery for all of us, a recovery that reaches every neighborhood, every New Yorker. That's what we're working on every day. To get there, we've got to defeat the Delta variant. We all see the challenge. We have one mission now on our pathway to recovery, defeat Delta. Defeat Delta. Defeat Delta. Give me a break. It can be done through vaccination. The whole key is vaccination. We keep learning this over and over. We're seeing problems in other parts of the country where folks have not gotten vaccinated. But New Yorkers continue to come out strong numbers to get vaccinated, and that's going to make all the difference. So we have real challenge here, but we know what we can do to fight back. So we announced uh, a week or two ago the key to NYC. And the key to NYC is an approach that makes clear the power of vaccination. It is the ultimate encouragement to get people vaccinated to say there are so many amazing things in this city that you can participate in if you're vaccinated. We want people to enjoy the fullness of the city, but you got to be vaccinated to do it. Since we made that announcement, we see our approach being emulated around the country, New Orleans, San Francisco, other places. New York City, once again, You're leading fired. the way, showing that we can make a difference in fighting Delta through vaccination. Now, today, I'll You're be signing fired. an executive order, and this will make very clear the Key to NYC initiative begins tomorrow, Tuesday, August 17th. That's today. What we've said is we're going to do, to begin with, a lot of education, help people to understand how it's going to work, get everyone ready for it, and then... The specific inspections and enforcement efforts will begin on Monday, September 13th. Look, I am absolutely certain this is going to motivate a lot of people to get vaccinated. Oh, I bet. It's going to be a reason for people to get vaccinated, particularly young people. And we know how important that is. We know one of the biggest areas of concern is reaching younger New Yorkers, our 20-somethings, 30-somethings, who need to be convinced that it's so powerful to be vaccinated. Who need this to be convinced. Ways we do it. He says, we've been out there talking to business owners. We have planned based on that feedback, a canvassing effort going to. Li- All right. I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I just can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. I can't talk to this guy anymore. I can't listen to him anymore. Um, they're going to do- go door to door and they're going to have a, um, an education training I'll train you. They're going to force you to understand it's so good. I'm going to tell you who your next your next cities. If you live in these cities, you better watch out. I made a list. Here we go. We already got San Francisco down. We already got New Orleans down. We already got New York down. Ready for your next one? Seattle. You'll be next. Oakland, California. You'll be next. Boston, Massachusetts. You'll be next. Minneapolis, Minnesota. You'll be next. Detroit, Buffalo, Baltimore, Chicago, Portland, St. Paul, Austin, Texas. Those are the ones that will try it next. Regardless of governor executive orders. They will try it. If you live in those cities, that is my prediction. That's my prediction. So, oh, poor people in New York, huh? All right. I promised you something. Well, you know, we're going to go ahead and give him the dumb, dumb award of the day first. Right? That's deserving. Don't you agree? If you agree, let me know in the comment section of social media that he deserved the dumb, dumb award of the day. All right, folks. Um, what I'm about to talk about next is is kind of controversial, and I didn't know I was going to bring it up. Um, but I think it needs to be said, and in no way am I... How do I want to say this? In no way am I 
saying that anything is going to happen to you specifically, but I do think it's something that I, uh, it's something that was brought to my attention this morning, and I think we're going to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Um, I'll get my paper here. I wrote some stuff down. I want to make sure that we, okay. So first of all, when I stumbled across this this morning, it messed me up. It messed me up because of how much similarity there was between the two things that I'm about to compare for you. Now, I know there's a lot of people who, have, who watch this show right now who have decided to take the vaccine for whatever reason. And I hope you consulted with your doctor before you did it. Now, I know they want you to take booster shots, a third booster shot, eight months after your second shot. I'm going to ask you one more time to make sure you definitely talk to a couple doctors before you take the next shot. Not that I have any reason to believe that it's going to hurt you or kill you, but after seeing what I saw this morning, there is some similarities. If you go to Revelations 9.15, it's going to tell you exactly what I'm about to talk about. So, there are four different companies who make this vaccine. And I don't even like calling it a vaccine. You're all right. But there are four different companies who make this shot. Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and Biotech. Those are your four companies. And those four companies, every single one of them, have been salivating, have been waiting on pins and needles to distribute their vaccine to the world so they can get paid billions and billions of dollars and whatever else they've got put up their sleeve. All four of these have been waiting on pins and needles to get this vaccine distributed and put in as many people as possible. As a matter of fact, they say that by the end of 2021, they will have 2.8 billion doses distributed. 2.8 billion. Now, there's 7.6 billion people in this planet, right? And these four companies, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, Biotech, and Pfizer, they want to get $2.8 billion out by the end of 2021. There's a passage in Revelations, passage 9.15, that talks about four angels. And those four angels have been waiting patiently for a moment, very much like this. Matter of fact, they've been waiting for the exact hour, the exact minute, and the exact second and in that passage, it says that they will come and wipe out one-third of all the population on this planet. Now, when you take 2.8 billion and divide it by 7.6 billion, you get exactly one-third of the population of this planet. Now, I'm not saying anything that I'm just I wanted to point out the similarities of that because when I saw that this morning it messed me up it got me thinking so at any rate ladies and gentlemen I'm not saying we're in revelation days but when you talk about comparing biblical prophecy and the things that we see that happened before that happened in the past that continue to happen and that are happening now it's definitely worth making sure that you consult with your doctor very heavily and get a second opinion and get a third opinion before you take your booster shot if you've already gotten it. Sounds like to me they need to make you get as many of these as they can 
for whatever agenda. I mean, you see how hard they're pushing it. You see how hard they're pushing it. Go to the book of Revelations after the show and look up Revelations 9.15. Read before and after and you'll see what I'm talking about. 2.8 billion vaccines, 7.6 billion people in the world is exactly three or one-third of this population, four companies, four angels. You get what I'm saying? <sighs> Scary stuff, folks, but you know what? What we do on this, uh, what I do on this show is I make sure that I, I, uh, I'm, I'm very clear about what I'm talking about, and whether it's bad news, good news, or even just something like that, which seems like it could be a very good comparison, we're going to talk about it. So that's going to do it for today's show, folks. There's a lot more to talk about. And I'm going to carry some stories over until tomorrow. There's a lot more to talk about. But I, want to, I do want to tell you before we go tonight. Before we go, I want, to, I want to tell you a few things. Number one, I signed the new lease, the new lease, ladies and gentlemen, on the new studio today. It's going to take a good 45 days to get switched over, things built, the, studio, the, uh, the new station to come up and help build a new studio. It's going to take some time, but I signed that new lease today. And I say we signed that new lease today. And it's going to make Life from America that much better and grow that much bigger. That's the good. That's one good news. The second piece of good news is Live from America debuts on Real America's Voice News Monday of next week at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time. That's the other piece of good news. For you, the show won't change. It'll stay the same times, same setup, same everything. But... If you're not doing anything at 10 p.m. at night or 7 p.m. at night, depending on where you live, have it on in the background and make sure you give our Real America's Voice News the viewership that they're looking for for the show. Okay? That's the second piece of good news. Third piece of good news is today on the show, we broke 8,000 viewers for the first time on Rumble alone. That doesn't include everything else that we've been on. So we've been able to rebuild after being banned from every major platform to where we are today. And we're, we have seventy, we have 7,900 people watching uh, between some things right now. You guys are amazing. Don't ever, 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 ever let, any, tell any, let anybody tell you that you don't have a fight in this game and that you're not doing is what you should because you are. My successes are your successes, your successes are my successes, and we are growing in God together. Look where we've all come together. Thank you for that. And if you're new here watching the show, I want to let you know that if you like what you see, if you love the show, if you like the content, then please subscribe to the show. Watch it more often, five days a week, twice a day. Go to JeremyHarrell.com, sign up for the newsletter so you can get morning verses. Listen to old music. Whatever you want to do, JeremyHarrell.com, check it out. Thank you to everybody. God bless you. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God.